I have used a lot of commerce platforms in the past. By far, the most robust is Shopify. No matter how complex your business needs and no matter how large your business grows, Shopify can handle it. And they do handle it for brands like Rothy's, Ruggable, Allbirds, Knox, Magnolia, Brooklinen, Glossier, and Cotton, to name a few. You may already use another e-commerce platform, and you may be super unhappy with it, but you've already put a lot of work into it, and migrating to Shopify could seem impossible. But I'm here to tell you that it is quite easy. When I migrated to Shopify back in 2022, their apps and tools meant I just had to make a few clicks and everything was ported over as if by magic. Shopify also lets you design your storefront however you like, which, from personal experience, I know isn't the case for many other commerce platforms out there. All these features and all this control can result in more sales more often, so stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify today, and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their businesses. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial at shopify.com forward slash practical, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com forward slash practical, shopify.com forward slash practical. Welcome back to Practical Stoicism. I'm your host, Tanner Campbell. Today, we're going to be getting into meditation number 33 from book four, which may, at first, seem like a repeat of yesterday, but it isn't, and it reads as follows. The words which were formerly familiar are now antiquated, so also the names of those who were famed of old are now in a manner antiquated, for all things soon pass away and become a mere tale and complete oblivion soon buries them. And I say this of those who have shown in wondrous ways. For the rest, as soon as they have breathed out their breath, they are gone, and no man speaks of them. And to conclude the matter, what is even an eternal remembrance? A mere nothing. What, then, is that about which we ought to employ our serious pains? This one thing, thoughts just and acts social and words which never lie, and a disposition which gladly accepts all that happens, as necessary, as usual, as flowing from a principle and source of the same kind. In the first two lines, it's clear we're getting a reminder of what Marcus told us yesterday, but he's adding some color in the third line when he says, And I say this of those who have shown in wondrous ways, for the rest, as soon as they have breathed out their last breath, they are gone, and no man speaks of them. Ouch, right? In other words, the people who we remember did really great things, or at least really impactful things, positive or negative. We, most of us, me, you, comparatively, aren't doing that much, are we? I mean, I'm creating a podcast about stoicism, and you're listening to it, but look at what we're spending our days mostly doing. Do you think anyone is going to mention either of us in the history books? Could you imagine? Tanner Campbell, such a great man, created a podcast about stoicism, so we erected a statue of him in the center of every country's capital city. That seems pretty far-fetched. Maybe you're a waiter or a hostess, or a nurse, or a surgeon, or a Twitch streamer, or maybe you create a podcast about something that you're passionate about. But these sorts of things, unless we're the creme de la creme of our respective professions, and maybe not even then, depending on the profession, do not get into the history books. Again, I quote a fictitious history book of the future, 
Open your 21st century history books, please, class, and turn to page 202. Important people of the early 2000s, and let's start at the top of the list. Jennifer Black, a talented attorney in Savannah, Georgia, who had two kids, was a great mom, and died at the age of 78. Okay, that's all we have on her. Let's move on to John Doe. The most boring history book of all time. One star, would not recommend. But even if you were in that top 0.000001% of human beings who are remembered through the ages, eventually you are doomed to be a lost memory as well. We do remember Marcus, and his writings do more for the proliferation of Stoicism today than did Zeno's or those of Epictetus. But how long do you think we'll remember any of these men? Another thousand years? Another two thousand? If someone starts a nuclear war tomorrow, and a lot of people die as a result, which of course they would, do you think it's possible that the people left wouldn't even know who the hell Marcus Aurelius even was? And then he'd be gone, never to be remembered. The point isn't that you're not important or that Marcus wasn't. It's that in spite of your importance, whether that's very local or very global, eventually you are nothing, and most of us are nothing very quickly. Maybe you've got kids. If you die today, they'll remember you, and their kids will have a vague concept of you. Perhaps they'll remember you from when they were kids. But what about their kids? Eventually, you're just going to be a name in a list of Ancestry.com search results. So the point really is, yo, wake up. You are temporary, and you had better make it count. And you'd better make it count not for the sake of lasting renown, but for the sake of yourself and the other citizens of the cosmopolis. And then, and I love this, Marcus says, and so what if people do remember you forever? What is the value of that to you? You're friggin' dead. If there were to be a statue of you in the center of every town square on Earth, Mars, or whatever's going on in Alpha Centauri later on in the future, what good is that to you right now as you live? And what good is it to you once you're dead? You can't be any more or less dead just because there are statues of you everywhere. And maybe you'll say, oh, but the memory of me will live on, and that will be so... so what? So totally useless to you? so vain a thing to prioritize in your living life? There are just over 100 known portraits and statues of Marcus Aurelius, and it's unclear if he commissioned any of them or all of them himself. Most that I can find the history on seem to be commissioned by others in recognition of Marcus, and it's easy to believe based on how Marcus comes across in his writing and his meditations that he wasn't the kind of guy who would have very frequently, if ever, said, Ah, uh, you know what would go really great here? An image of me in all my glory and splendor. Yes, begin work on it immediately and make it larger than the Colossus. But even if he had, the reasons his statues survive where others didn't has a lot to do with how well-loved he was. The Italians, to this day, feature Marcus on one of their coins. I think it's the 50-cent piece, if I'm not mistaken. And my point in saying this is that if you're actively working in life to make sure people remember you, and by that I mean you're demanding that you're important, insisting you're important, you're demanding you're remembered, no one is going to remember you for very long once remembering you becomes an option instead of a necessary thing you're imposing on people. But if you're like Marcus and you spend your life in service to whatever your great love is— for Marcus, that was his family, his people, and his country, you'll be electively remembered. And no, it won't make you immortal, 
but living a life in service to others is perhaps the only way to be remembered longer than most people are remembered, and hey, if you want that kind of thing, somewhat lasting renown and fame, that isn't indifferent. But I think Marcus would agree, if the way you chase it is being in service to others and living according to your own nature, ever walking the path of the Prokopton, it can definitely be a preferred indifferent. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Practical Stoicism. If you haven't yet, please consider leaving this podcast a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts. And if you'd like to get rid of ads, remember you can do so at stoicismpod.com forward slash members. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, take care.